Well, hey everyone, thanks for tuning in for these quick local stories. The majority of episode 162 describes an exceptionally unfortunate news week. An HSU rep talks, the professor accused of soliciting students, coronavirus is here. A mom allegedly shot her son to death, a murder arrest in Soham, a deep look at this criminally accused lawyer, an update regarding the high-profile David Josiah Lawson case, we were retweeted by Sarah Bareilles, Shy Hangs Out, and so much more. That's episode 162 of Humboldt Last Week. Humboldt Last Week. Humboldt Last Week is free thanks to these amazing locals. That's Brick and Fire Bistro in Eureka, also serving delicious lunches Monday through Friday. The menu entices before we arrive at brickandfirebistro.com. Bongo Boy Studio, 18 years of pro recording for Humboldt musicians. Check out the high-end equipment at bongoboystudio.com. Still in Eureka, Humboldt's finest head shop and culture store. It's open every day. Follow them on Instagram at Still Clubhouse and Still Humboldt. North Coast Journal, award-winning in-depth reporting. Keep up with the latest at northcoastjournal.com. Photography by Shy, stunning portraits with a Humboldt Last Week discount. Learn more at photographybyshy.com. Trinidad Vacation Rental, luxury accommodations with amazing ocean views. Book at trinidadcaliforniarental.com. North Coast Co-op, your local, member-owned, full-service natural food store where everyone is welcome. North Coast Co-op in Arcata and Eureka. Humboldt, last week. Shy, thanks for coming back. Thank you. Thanks for having me again. It's uh, been a hell of a week for Humboldt, so fasten your seatbelt here. We're going to kick things off with a terribly sad crime story. Eureka cops say a 17-year-old boy was shot to death by his mom. This in a house on Union Street in Eureka. The house was then lit on fire the next morning. Don't know if you saw that. You know, a cat and some pet mice were reportedly killed as well. And this teenager who was killed, the 17-year-old, his mom, Pamela Millsap, was then arrested for manslaughter and not murder. No, and I just wonder why it's manslaughter and not murder. Totally. This story just makes me so sad. Um, I hope what everyone can take from this is just to be a responsible gun owner, be a responsible parent. If you're having a disagreement with someone and are worried that things might escalate, just walk away before you make the biggest mistake of your life. Yeah, seriously. And we don't know the details as to what happened, but um, you know, reportedly she's also charged with child abuse of her son and 10-year-old daughter. That's rough. Um, you know, the initial dispatch report was regarding a fear that this teenager was going to hurt his mom, but then that was followed by a report of a gunshot. Now, EPD is saying the fire the next morning was, you know, appearingly accidental and unrelated to the previous incidents. But a short while back, two people were arrested at that house. You know, detectives found guns, brass knuckles, all that stuff. Don't know if that's related to the people involved in this. But also, I don't know if you saw some reporter out there, um, some blogger out there, mistakenly identified the wrong Pamela Millsap as the person involved in this. I heard that. What a crap show. It's like, it's hard work, I'm sure, being a reporter investigating these things, but please have your story straight before you bring people who aren't involved into it. Yeah, I mean, you just got to fact check these things. Um, but yes, previous arrests at this house, hoarding conditions that they were talking about, allegedly accidental fire, guns going off. Humboldt should not be a place where these things are normalized in these neighborhoods. No way. Well, coronavirus is here. Don't know if anybody saw that in the news. I'm sure you couldn't avoid it. They're calling this COVID-19, much catchier name, right? <laughs> Sarcasm. Uh, COVID-19, just when you thought COVID-18 would be the last sequel. No. 
Uh, here's a quote from County Health. It's important to remember that the risk to the general public remains low at this time. Despite the fact that Humboldt County now has a confirmed case of COVID-19, there's no evidence to suggest that coronavirus is circulating in the community at large. Sounds kind of reassuring. Totally. Yeah, I mean, at this point, we're more likely to get a $2 coronavirus at Humboldt's delicious Mexican restaurants during happy hour. Coronavirus uh, coupled nicely with Lyme disease. Okay. <sighs> Terrible jokes aside. Uh, this patient is quarantined. I hope they're okay. We'll keep a close eye on things and really do the good hygiene stuff. Um, you know, just like you would for the flu. Do the good hygiene stuff for sure. Uh-huh. This was a popular discussion on the Humboldt subreddit last week. A post titled, Sudden Link Sucks Fat Balls. Uh, I don't need to say anymore, just the fact that this post exists. Again, Sudden Link Sucks Fat Balls is the title of this post. Very popular post that exists. Moving on. <laughs> Let's talk about Humboldt County superstar Sarah Bareilles. What's your favorite Sarah Bareilles song and why? Um, I think it's a thousand times. No, I know. It's on her Blast Unrest album. Um, it's super poetic and like heart achy in a good way. Awesome. Well, yeah, mine is uh, Armor. You know, an entire new album amidst the chaos. Just love the new direction that she's taking with her sound. I hope she explores that more. It's more organic, and I like that. Uh, But yeah, this is a final Jeopardy question back on the 17th. Alex goes, This 2007 movie came to Broadway with an all-female creative team, including Book and Direction, and with songs by pop star Sarah Bareilles. You know the answer, right? Waitress. (laughs) I think uh, Jeopardy meant to write Grammy winner Sarah Bareilles instead of pop star Sarah Bareilles. But all the same, Sarah tweets about this. And on Humboldt last week on the Twitter page, I go, oh, that's the only time it's acceptable to say, what is waitress? And and she retweeted. Oh, it's so cool. I mean, it wasn't a perfect reply um, on my part. You know, nobody's saying anything during Final Jeopardy. They're actually writing things. But, you know, whatevs. (laughs) probably my only tweet ever that'll get more than six likes so thanks for that sarah and uh, hey i gotta say sarah b for celebrity jeopardy right definitely well this is another one of those stories that'll make you want to beef up security at your humboldt county home the sheriff's office is saying that a woman in mckinleyville woke up to a burglar inside her place at like four in the morning what would you do you know i'd like to think that i would react that i'd like smooth talk the burglar into leaving without harming anyone whether they got away with goods or not as not my priority. My priority is my family sleeping and ensuring their safety. Yeah, get them out, right? Well, this woman confronted him. He took off and was later caught in another part of town with the lady's stuff and meth. Guy was on probation. Um, <laughs> woman said she's going to go to jail and wake that guy up at four in the morning with an air horn to the face. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. You can imagine the satisfaction, though. Oh, seriously. Humboldt last week. Also kind of change in tone with this story. Such a bummer. A guy was arrested for murder in Soham. The SWAT team was out, you know, helicopter looking for this guy. Remains were found of an unidentified victim right now. Um, It was gunned down with an AK. Ryan Tanner in his early 30s was arrested for murder and false imprisonment, among other charges. Definitely a storyline to follow. Uh, Tanner also picked up in 2012 for an attack with a baseball bat. Um, Don't think he's going to be in the batter's lineup for a while, though. Uh, here's an in-depth article in the journal right now about the lawyer who is one of many arrested on gun and drug charges, Michael Acosta. You see that? I did see it. 
yeah, you know, some things I picked up here. He graduated from Stanford Law. Um, we were reminded that he was disbarred for a short time for not taking required classes. But here's something really sad. Apparently, in 2011, his six-month-old son died of a meth overdose because the baby's mom was using. Oh my gosh, that's so sad. Just terribly gut-wrenching. Some other local lawyers out there are anonymously saying they're surprised by all this. You know, he seemed to be getting his life back on track in recent years. He wowed people in recent years by getting a couple of murder charges dismissed for his clients. Um, They're also saying the case against him is a little weak based on the info they've seen. So pretty interesting story. Looking forward to following that one. Well, as reported, if this guy goes to trial, it seems like a change of venue would be appropriate. You know, most of the legal community knows him. Um, Also, you know, even if these charges go away, imagine how complicated things could be for this lawyer. The implication that, you know, people could have a bent over his clients because he's the one repping them. Just a cluster frick of impacts to his future in the courtroom here. Um, And yes, if charged and convicted, Michael Acosta would likely face up to four years in jail. So we'll follow that one. Uh, hey, thanks to friend of the show, Hannah, for tuning in and noting our reminder that Orange is the New Black on Netflix has a Humboldt reference. Character says they grew marijuana in Humboldt County, but Hannah additionally pointed out that Orange is the New Black actress Emma Miles is from Arcata. That's cool. So cool. And yeah, we looked at this a little bit. I guess she was nominated for a SAG Award Screen Actors Guild Award back in 2018 for Orange is the New Black, and she wore some Haleyashi. Nice shout out for our local company producing awesome jewelry. Yeah, some local jewelry. Have you ever been in Haleyashi? Never. Yeah, we'll have to go in. Check it out. Well, fans of former Eurekan Mike Patton of Mr. Bungle, Ipecac Records, etc. He's going to be with his most popular band, Faith No More, on a tour with Korn. I did not expect that. <laughs> Shows in SAC in the Bay Area in August. Uh, it also reminds me, cheers to friend of the show, Frank, for reaching out regarding our mutual admiration of Mike Patton's vocal acting chops. Uh, did you know he's in the uh, Will Smith movie I Am Legend doing vocal acting? <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, also, the video game Left for Dead. You know, he's an underappreciated vocal actor. I think he should be doing more of that out there. Switching tune here again. Last week, I brought up the fact that Humboldt State University Police Chief Don Peterson remains under investigation after denying allegations that he made racist statements and lost the respect of his staff. And after the release of last week's episode, a university official did reach back out to me and confirmed um, that independent report on all that should be out sometime next month. That's got to be a tough place for them to be in, for him still being under investigation and for the people that were accusing him to still not have the closure on it. Really looking forward to that one being wrapped up. Yeah, yeah, we definitely want some finality on that one, Um, especially as Humboldt State University has some important investigations going on. We'll get back into that a little bit later. But, um, well, it's late, but we have this $30,000 third-party review of the 2017 killing of Humboldt State University student David Josiah Lawson. Uh, You know, charges were dropped for the formerly accused house party knifer due to what was described as a lack of evidence. So Arcata had this outside firm, the National Police Foundation, take a hard look at that. Um, Do you want to read that excerpt that I sent you? Yeah. Uh, During this review, the assessment team found that APD officers responded quickly and professionally to a highly chaotic scene, an event that would have been challenging for any agency of any size and sophistication. APD first responders focused their attention on providing life-saving measures at the highly charged scene. However, Arcata had not provided the appropriate level of organizational leadership, planning, and training to respond to and investigate this type of complicated and chaotic homicide scene. And yeah, if you want to leave through um, that report, I'll put up a link to it. But yeah, I mean, it looks like the department has some 
$30,000 verbiage on how to do better next time. But if you were hoping, you know, for something that actually lead to charges for a suspect, I'd say that's unlikely at this point, you know, in relation to this report, at least pointing to this report, you know, I believe it is safe to say that APD, had they been better prepared and better trained, yeah, maybe it's possible Josiah could have had justice at this point. Um, so again, that's a story that we are not going to let go of um, and continue to follow it as we um, hope for closure there. So why don't we jump into the final story here? Humboldt State University, I talked about their police department, you know, and their police chief uh, just a second ago, but they have a big investigation going right now. Yeah, so at HSU and Arcata, there's this story that just drops your jaw. Allegations are going around that a professor has been trying to pay students for sex or intimacy. And I spoke with Humboldt State University spokesperson Grant Scott Goforth about this. Someone had posted some flyers around with anonymous allegations of faculty misconduct. So they acted quickly to uh, you know, clearly recognize it was a serious concern, watch an investigation. So yeah, these flyers go around with apparent screenshots, and it appears this professor has a corner office in the BSS building. Now here's a quote from one of the messages on the flyer. It says, massage is what I prefer the most. Kissing and touching is second. Of course, there are other options. Um, if true, that ain't right. What do you think about that? It's so skeezy, and I'm really glad that somebody came forward with, you know, whether they were anonymous or not or whatever. I'm glad that somebody came forward, and ultimately, it's just not okay. Like, why are you stupid enough to risk something that you worked really hard to get into this position? Why are you stupid enough to, like, be gross like that? Yeah, I mean, um, you, we have to wait for the findings of the investigation to take place, and I don't know. I don't know if we're even going to get that info because there's all these protections for employees. But when you're in a position of power and sex becomes involved, it is a recipe for disaster. So bad. Well, as of this conversation, nobody has officially come forward and filed a complaint. But I did ask Grant if they can discipline this teacher, even if someone does not come forward. What do you say? There are some protections that faculty have due to their union and their bargaining agreement and, of course, personnel protections. So something, you know, we have to ensure that the investigation is really thorough and fair to all parties. But just theoretically speaking, I think, yes, potentially there could be action taken if it's shown that there was misconduct, even if the person doesn't come forward. Great. Cool. I think that's great because... Just because nobody comes forward doesn't mean that it shouldn't be taken seriously. Other things Grant and I spoke about, Humboldt State University is looking into whether or not this accused teacher has solicited multiple students. He said they've taken some steps to ensure students are safe, that inappropriate relationships are discussed in the handbook, um, and that they have sexual harassment prevention training, that you know there's student-led programs to prevent this stuff, that the university does proactive prevention work. And, you know, he said, while this stuff can happen in almost any institution where there's power dynamics, you know, they take these concerns super seriously. He said they acted quickly. And he's, you know, he said that this does need to be investigated. I think one of the things that the university realized is that there is some room to expand our confidential reporting, um, some room to make sure that students understand their resources and their options. Good. That sounds really promising. It sounds like they're taking it really seriously. We did post a link to those resources um, at HumboldtLastWeek.com if there are any Humboldt State students listening to this that need to shed some light on some things that happened to them. And right now, the University Police Department, administrators, the Dean of Students, Humboldt State's Title IX office, they're all looking into this matter. 
It's obviously a very serious situation, and I hope people will learn from it. Really? Um, So I'll just read this line from the press release. It says, because the investigation involves university personnel, the information the university will be able to share about outcomes will vary. Findings and actions involving personnel matters are highly confidential. That's the end of that quote. But I do want to thank Humboldt State University spokesperson Grant Scott Goforth for weighing in on this report. And also thank you, Shai, for weighing in on episode 162. Thanks again for having me. Humboldt Last Week is free thanks to Still Head Shop and Culture Store in Eureka, Bongo Boy Studio in McKinleyville, the North Coast Co-op in Arcata and Eureka, the North Coast Journal, photography by Shy, TrinidadCaliforniaRental.com, and Brick and Fire Bistro in Eureka. Links to all of them at HumboldtLastWeek.com. HumboldtLastWeek.com hosts a new music playlist featuring fresh finds from Best Coast, Glass Animals, The Strokes, Tame Impala, the Radiohead spinoff EOB, and Pearl Jam. Also enjoy our alternative music staples playlist. These sources are high quality, no static, no ads with Spotify Premium, hundreds of songs. Again, check out the music at HumboldtLastWeek.com. Thanks to Redheaded Black Belt, North Coast Journal, and 99.1 FM for their support of Humboldt last week. My name is Miles Cochran. I'm a journalist and radio host that's long covered this community. Hope you have a great week. Don't forget to send in your mail-in ballots or vote on March 3rd. And I hope to hear your thoughts on the episode. Humboldt last week.